All right, well, hey, guys, it's Brutus here with Crusader Foundation. Another night of podcasting about uh, awareness of our human trafficking. Um, we have January here, and it is National Human Trafficking Awareness Day. And because of that, um, we have put some events uh, together this month, and uh, we wanted to come out and touch on some of the things that we put together um, so that the community will kind of have a heads up and they can um, contact us and let us know that they want to be a part of it or they can just show up at the, at the events. Um, so I do have um, some rock stars here tonight. Um, of course, we have Chains, who's usually on here, so everybody knows Chains. Uh, we have uh, Lucy, everyone knows Lucy. Um, and we have uh, Masha's coming at us. We just met Masha last week. And we have Anna, who's a new member of the podcast, a new visitor here. And uh, we just want to welcome you, Anna. And, and I want to thank all of you guys for joining us tonight. So with that said, um, I think we need to start hitting on some stuff um, here for uh, January. And uh, I want to talk to Lucy. Um, if you guys, I know you guys have an event coming up there in Missouri that you guys wanted to to uh, discuss. So Lucy, why don't you go ahead and, and let us know about, uh, about your event there. All right, so this is Lucy. Um, I am the Deputy Director for Awareness. And so we are organizing a couple of different events, one event in Missouri and one in Nebraska that Masha will get to in a moment. Um, our events are focused on victims. What we try not to do is to focus our awareness events on other types of activities as far as um, drawing attention to ourselves. We do not want to be the focus of any media attention. And so we focus our events, our event here in Missouri and the one in Nebraska are focused specifically on victims those that have gone missing, those that have not been recovered, etc. So here in Missouri, we have Anna Clark is the director of awareness in Missouri, and she has organized a church event. Uh, Anna, could you talk about that? Yeah, so um, we are um, just gathering our community members to train them with some of the um, blue campaign material, um, going over, you know, indicators of human trafficking and um, how, um, you know, they can join the fight to eradicate it. So um, we want to open their eyes that it's happening all around them. So um, just teaching them not only, um, you know, awareness of the issue itself, but situational awareness to always be um, looking out around them and to teach others how to do that. Um, and um, then also, you know, ways that they can get involved in their everyday life and hopefully um, just get some more people, you know, with boots on the ground, like, um, just more involved and more educated. So that's, that's the goal. That's wonderful. You, uh, you touched on, um, you guys are going to be speaking about uh, some indicators. Can you go over a few indicators for us that we should be looking out for? Yeah, so there's several um, different types of indicators. Um, so socially, um, if 
uh, you see a person, um, you know, scared of um, law enforcement, um, they don't make eye contact with other people, they have someone speaking for them or that seems, you know, very in control of them. Mm, um, those okay. are big ones. Um, there's also like travel indicators. If they're traveling with little to no, um, you know, possessions, if they aren't in control of their documents as far as IDs or passports or anything like that, um, those are um, some other big ones. Um, and just... Oh, there's there's an exhaustive list, but there is, um, yeah, you're right. I just wanted to put some out there so we know where to start looking. You know, um, if we're we're trying to bring awareness, and so we want people to be aware and of what places that uh, human trafficking really takes place. You know, we we do think a lot of um, the people getting kidnapped and taken and put into uh, sex organizations and sex crime, and um, you know, we really need to, to look at, at those places as well, but, you know, we need to look at the bus stations, the airports, a lot of these traveling hubs, um, any place you see where people, like you said, aren't, aren't able to speak for themselves or they're traveling very light and they don't have money or not even in charge of their passport. That's something to um, pay attention to. <clears throat> Chains, with that said, what are some of the things then when we see those indicators, what's probably the best line of action to take right away? Chains, can you hear me? All right, I'm gonna push that question over to Lucy. We, we don't have, oh. I can't hear, we don't have any audio of, uh, <clears throat> of Chains right now. No, that's fine. Well, immediately, if you think something is wrong, no matter what, the first reaction should be to call 911 and get law enforcement involved. Um, you have to be careful about confronting these situations, and each situation is going to have its own nuances. We can't give a blanket response. Um, don't put yourself in danger if you're uh, not accustomed to that, and also understand that Number one, victims don't always know that they're victims. And more often than not, they don't know that they're victims. And if you are to confront the victim, they could become very defensive, just like uh, what often happens in domestic abuse marriages. They, sometimes they may know that they need help, but the consequences of you confronting that situation in eight hours or whatever, when that victim is alone with the perpetrator, could be devastating. You don't really know. So as far as what can you do, yes, call law enforcement, call 911, but pay attention to situational awareness. So what time do you see this occurring? Where is it? What are they wearing? What are they driving? Are they wearing hats? Does she have visible bruises? Is the perpetrator armed? Is he keeping his hands in his pockets? Does he have one hand outside of a pocket, which could mean that he's perhaps keeping a hand inside of a pocket on his weapon to keep the intimidation going? Mm -hmm. uh, different things like that. Um, 
to notice as far as what the situation is and what you can report to law enforcement. And then of course we have the national sex trafficking hotline that you can contact. And I don't have that number handy right now. I have um, that. That's uh, 1-866-347-2433. And I'm going to give that information back out with some other information at the end here before we close up. So very good. Also, you also remember that you have to worry about response times when you're calling some of these places too. So a lot of times it's better to get to a local NGO because they can get, they have much quicker response. That's right. And they can get a hold of us too. And I've got that crisis line number for Crusader Foundation. If you guys are ever in trouble, you can always reach out to us. I'm going to give that number now and I'm going to give it again a second time before we close up. And that number you can get us at the crisis line is 573-343-8622. And uh, we'll take it from there. And uh, I mean, we can help you out. So uh, always reach out, but uh, that's a great point. Let's call 911 right away if we see something or we think of something. Because here's the situation. Um, I, have a, I, ha I have a family member, um, a cousin that, uh, well, she was kind of stuck in the, in the game and she didn't have a way out. And she told, you know, she said there, there was just no way out. And, um, and she had to fight a police officer to get arrested, to get away from the situation. And that's really sad that she had to take some sort of course of action, but that's the way she had to do it to get out of it. Because if she was trying to tell them she wanted out, um, she would have, I mean, been beat to death. Uh, I mean, she feared for her life with these people and she's, had been out for a very long time. And um, that's why it's important if we see something, get the cops involved because they can go in and get somebody out of a situation that they can't get themselves out of. So, you know, an officer can get to the front door, they can see inside and, and they're trained to see a lot of things. But I like that change. The response time is very important. So it's always important call 911 and see what they want to do. And you can always call us if, uh, you know, somebody takes off from the home or you have suspicion of something going on in a home as well. So um, next up, I want to discuss, thank you ladies for that information uh, down there in Missouri. And, and where can we get the rest of that information, like the name of the church and all that? So the, yeah. So the event in Missouri, it's being held at Crosshaven church. It's in O'Fallon, Missouri. Uh, we do have a Facebook event created on the uh, Crusader Foundation Facebook page. Um, the address is 2300 Bates Road. And um, the event will be held on Saturday the 23rd from 1 to 3 p.m. And at this event, we're also taking applications for volunteers. We're opening up our volunteer application process. Again, it's been closed for a couple of months. We had a lot of training that we were doing, and so we'll be able to start a new training um, pretty soon, maybe February, but most likely March. Uh, and with that, actually, Masha is in charge of training, and she has an event going on. Uh, so, Brutus, back to you. Wonderful, thank you, ladies. We want to just thank you, take a moment to thank you for your dedication and your sacrifice, your time and your energy, because here at Crusader Foundation, that's what we value the most, because that's what's going to get these victims help. And that's what we're all about here. So a big 
hat off to you ladies. I, I, I just can't thank you enough for what you do for this, um, for this movement and for these children and these victims, um, no matter the age. Uh, so thank you ladies very much for that. We appreciate all you do as well. Well, Masha, we do have an event coming up here in Omaha that we want to address, uh, just to kind of discuss a little bit. So why don't you take that away and let us know uh, what event you have planned here in Omaha? Sure. We are planning to do the Red Sand Project, and that is scheduled for 1 p.m. on January the 23rd at the 72nd and Dodge um, Target, but we're going to do it right there on the sidewalk area. So we'll do it right next to um, basically the street, but I mean, it'll be obviously still safe for us to do it there. Um, I think more people see it that way and it's all about bringing light to what's going on with victims and, and creating a conversation with people. Yeah, you say we're putting the cracks in the sidewalk? Yep, the... we're gonna fill the cracks in the sidewalk with red sand for, um, the red sand stands for all the victims um, and survivors um, that might have fallen through the craps, cracks at some point in time with human trafficking. And what what would that look like for somebody falling through the cracks in human trafficking? Because most of the time we already think of these people as falling through the cracks. Mm -hmm. Is that basically what they're what they're getting at? Is hey, look at all these people in human trafficking. These forty million people right now. And we're bringing the attention to that, obviously. Yeah, um, I think falling through the cracks is is more so um, bringing awareness to the fact that people need to get more educated about what they may be seeing. Wow. Um, and that's one of the biggest things I think is is a good it's a good conversation starter for that point because then we can say, well, if you can get educated more, then you know less people could fall through the cracks. Right. Yeah, that's great. I, I really like that. And I know that that was started by an artist, uh, Molly Gotchman, I believe mm -hmm. is her last name. G-O-C-H-M-A-N. Yeah. And uh, she's been doing this and doing landscapes uh, or earthscapes, I guess they call them, and putting red sand throughout um, the cracks and crevices of, of uh, cracked concrete as well as the sidewalk cracks. And it is just, it is very uh, appealing to the eye as well. So it catches your eye and it starts to really make you think. And um, that's what's great about doing this is being able to have that uh, visualization for people to see and start that conversation, like you said, Masha. Um, Absolutely. Okay, so let's go over that information again. It's gonna be on 72nd and Dodge on January 23rd. At what time? Where should everyone meet? 1 p.m. we'll meet at the back of the Target parking lot right there behind the big sign there on 72nd and Dodge. Okay. All right, so under the sign at Target, January 23rd, 72nd and Dodge, 1 p.m., we'll be there. Bring kids. Um, this is a great thing to educate your kids on. Um, kids have fun with stuff like this, and it's definitely something that, you know, it, it can you can bring the whole family to do this. Yeah, wonderful. I mean, I don't know what kid doesn't love to play in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> so right. yeah, kids can do it. They'll have a blast putting some uh, red sand in the, in the cracks of the sidewalk. And um, you know, it's, it's a great thing to get the whole family involved in. Are there going to, do we want signs there? Are there going to be signs available or should we bring our own? Are we yeah, doing a sign thing? There will be signs available there. And if 
um, you wish to make your own signs, I, I would definitely welcome that as well. Wonderful. Masha, we appreciate you coming on tonight. And, and again, we want to thank you and extend our gratitude to you as well for um, the sacrifices you're making for this foundation. Absolutely. I wouldn't change a thing. Thanks all for right. all you do. Yeah, no problem. Um, I'm loving it. So, Chains, do you have anything you would like to speak on since I, I drug you here and I haven't let you said anything? Yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to I uh I need to quit bogarting most of these anyway, so I've I've been trying to learn to shut up. <laughs> uh you've succeeded at your mission tonight, my friend. I think you maybe said a, a few sentences is all. So that's well, better, better actually. Friend. All right, well. Since we are at the end of our time here, um, you know, I just want to remember or remind everybody that there are sheep and there are wolves and there are sheep dogs. Which one are you going to be? Choose correctly, my friends. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Remember, January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Get out there. January 23rd, or I'm sorry, January 11th is the National Wear Blue Day. And that's in... Um, significance of what uh, as well of uh, as uh, remembering human trafficking victims as well just to bring attention to it so you can go to um the i'm sorry homeland security uh website and uh that's www.dhs.gov and that's the blue campaign look on that and that uh, will give you all the information you ever need on uh, human trafficking uh, I do want to give out uh, the number to the national hotline. So if you guys, you see something, you need to say something, and that number you're going to call is 888-373-7888. And also that information is going to be on that website. You guys can look us up at crusaderfoundation.org. believe that's correct. Chains, am I correct? <laughs> Lucy, am I correct on that? I believe so. You can reach us at .net .org .com. Wonderful. That's great news. All right. So again, our we, can always, we can always be contacted through our through our Facebook page and our other media pages too. Wonderful. All right, our crisis line again, guys. If you need our help, it's five seven three three four three eight six two two. And you can call anytime today, obviously. We're always around. So uh, we'll be standing by and waiting for those phone calls. Uh, there's some information for you guys. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next time.